<sighs> Good morning, beautiful beings. Coming to you live from Scottsdale, Arizona, where it's been about 115 degrees out for <laughs> what feels like two months now. Yeah, we're going to drop in today on another solo cast. We're going to talk about the morning routine, the evening routine, and sleep hygiene. I had a couple questions come in and people wanted to know what I do um, to start and end my day because, you know, how you start your day is how your day is going to go. How you end your day is how the next day is going to go. So if you dial those two things in, um, you will be that much more productive in your life. But first, um, I want to say that this podcast is brought to you by Organifi Superfoods. Some of the highest quality, nutrient-dense, whole food supplementation that I have found. They have like 13 different organic certifications. Glyphosate-free, guaranteed. And uh, if you want 15% off, head over to their website. And the code is MINDBODYMENTOR, all one word, uh, for 15% off. I really enjoy the uh, gold tea before sleep. And the green juice in the morning, that's part of both of my routines. So um, I've known a huge difference in my energy since starting all of those uh, products. But yeah, check them out. And uh, we're going to go ahead and dive in here. What's up, y'all? We're diving in today on the morning and evening routines, plus having sleep hygiene. Um sort of the daily practices that I put in place to operate at my fullest potential. Um, I had a couple questions come in and they wanted to know my routine. So let's get into it. First, you know, your routines are your rhythms, are your rituals. And how you set those up are how your day is going to go. And for those that realize it, how your day goes is how your week is going to go. How your week is going to go is how your month is going to go. How your month goes is how your year, your life, and so on. So if you can set up your routines, your rhythms, your rituals, if you want to get um, spiritual with it, but uh, yeah, having those dialed into where you don't even have to think about it is absolutely key. I've been doing a ton of moving around lately, and my routines have been all over the place, and I noticed my production levels are all over the place as well. Um, but now I'm on the move to dial in my routines again, and um, it's been a huge lifesaver. So I notice most people, when they have their routines dialed in, they're a lot happier because they're more productive. Um, they're able to take care of themselves first, and then they can show up in their life taking care of uh, you know the other people as well. Their relationships benefit a lot more from those. So let's dive into the morning routine. So with my morning routine, the first thing that has changed the game for me is that I have a, um, a regular old alarm clock. I do not set the alarm on my phone. 
Um, that way you're not tempted to look at your phone first thing in the morning, because when you look at your first, your phone first thing in the morning, then you're going to get hit with all your emails, messages, Instagram, whatever it is. And you're going to be taken out of, you know, filling your own cup and immediately going to what the world wants, what the world needs from you. And that is not how you want to start your day. So get yourself a damn old school alarm clock. You will thank yourself. Um, first thing I do when I wake up is I have a dream journal. Now it is so important to, for that to be the first thing that you do. And, you know, because your dreams will, you almost have dream amnesia, you know, a minute or two after you wake up, if you don't write your dreams down, in the beginning, it is uh, so much harder to remember your dreams. And the more that I've noticed myself write them down, the more I've been having dreams and also recurring dreams. And then I can start to do kind of a dream analysis on what is going on because, you know, your dreams are called your dreams for a reason. You are receiving messages through those dreams, through whatever, whether it is your subconscious mind that is speaking to you through um, symbolism or perhaps unprocessed things that are going on in your mind um, and it's working themselves out through your dreams. So dream journaling, I write that down first thing in the morning and that way I can keep track of it. Um, yeah. And then I also look at them before I go to sleep too. And I've noticed I've, I've been having more recurring dreams um, and more lucid dreams when you start to pay attention to your dreams and put more energy towards dreaming, you'll notice your dreams will become that much more vivid um, and that much more profound. Um, it is a huge practice and a big reason why I kind of stopped smoking cannabis as well. Um, cannabis fucks up your uh, your REM your REM sleep um, as well as your uh, non REM sleep as well. Um, sorry about that. Forgot to turn my phone off there. Uh, but yeah, so dream journal first thing in the morning, then I get up and I go and hydrate. You lose so much hydration while you sleep that it's so important to, um, start your day off right with hydration before you delve into the coffee, before you delve into the, um, you know, the uh, stimulants and, and all of that. So we'll get into that too, because I, I love coffee as well. Um, but so uh, hydration, as far as hydration, I think it's big to, um, depending on where you live, you know, water quality is absolutely huge. Um, you know, I lived in Sedona for a while, I had spring water, um, that was incredibly high quality and had all of the minerals and things I needed inside of it. So, um, yeah, that was, that's huge because if you are in a city, your water quality is probably toxic. So absolutely get a water, um, purifier filter, whatever you can, you know, if, if you are just drinking like RO water, um, that is considered thirsty water. Now, what that means is that that water, RO water means that it's stripped of 
mostly all of its minerals. Um, so you actually want to put minerals back into it. Now, if you want to go deep into that, you can look into like fulvic acid or shilajit. Um, those are high, high quality, um, mineral dense, um, nutrients that you can put into your water, um, to remineralize yourself. Because if you don't have minerals in your water, it's thirsty water. So that is going to actually be pulling minerals from your body, um, from your teeth, from your nails, your skin, all of those things. And if you're drinking shitty water all the time, um, you're going to be incredibly mineral deficient. Now, um, having high quality minerals, having lots of minerals in your body, um, minerals are what, uh, your electricity of your body are, um, conductive, you know, um, it allows you to be highly conductive. So, um, let's see, oh, I'm sorry, thought someone was, uh, calling me in the other room, but yeah, so making sure you have tons of minerals, you know, our, our foods are minerally, um, <clears throat> Our foods are stripped of all the minerals. The soil is where the minerals come from, and that's a whole nother topic that I could get into. Uh, but yeah, if if you are drinking RO water, you know you can just get like the concentrate trace minerals, add a couple of drops. You can just have some high quality salt. Um, I love Celtic sea salt uh, for its mineral density. You can just sprinkle a little bit of that in your water, maybe some lemon to alkalize it. I've been doing the Organifi green juice, which has all of your um, greens, chlorella, spirulina, all the high quality algaes. Um, and then also it has like ashwagandha in it, which is a adaptogen. It basically goes into your body and figures out what needs to be balanced as far as hormonally. Um, it balances a lot of your adrenal issues, cortisol, all of those things. Um, so yeah, I start my morning with the green juice. You could just do water, uh, high quality water with um, minerals and uh, lemon if you wanted to alkalize yourself that way. And then I will usually go into after that, um, I will go into my 20-20-20. And let me break that down for you. So that's the first hour of your day chunked up into 20 minute, three 20 minute sections. So um, I find this very, very helpful. The first 20 minutes I do some light movement, yoga, um, perhaps just rolling around, um, just getting your body moving. If you have a little trampoline, you can do 20 minutes on the, on the trampoline, just getting your lymph moving, getting circulation going, whatever movement practice that you want to do for 20 minutes, do that first light. It's not a workout. Um, so that is the first chunk of 20, 20 minutes. The next 20 minutes is to read something that you're interested in. Um, whether that's textbook, whether that's, uh, you know, I usually like to do more, uh, non-fictional in the morning, um, more fictional in the evening to get myself into dream time. Um, but yeah, for the next 20 minutes, you want to read something, um, that's going to get your mind going. And for the last 20 minutes, you're going to write. So perhaps, um, you know, having a journal prompt, 
whatever questions that you want to, you know, have answered, you can actually uh, get yourself a journal prompt the evening before in your evening routine. Um, So that way you are moving, you're reading information, you're taking in information, and you're actually creating and writing as well. So that's the 20-20-20 protocol. Uh, One hour of your day gets it out of the way very quickly. Um, and no phone for that time. Try to try to give yourself the first hour of your day. You know, um, pay yourself first before you pay anyone else, and uh, you will see tremendous dividends in that. And then and then you can go look at your phone, your Instagram, whatever you got to do for the day, your calendar, your email, all of those things. So after I complete the 2020-20, I will usually um, move into my, my workout for the day. And uh, yeah, I usually will prepare a nice bulletproof coffee. Um, I'll do my coffee. I just got a super nice espresso machine. Um, and that's been, you know, it's a slippery slope with coffee. If you see yourself having to drink, um, you know, more than like two cups or two shots of espresso, then you know that it might be time to cycle off of it. But, um, I do love coffee and, uh, yeah, so I'll usually prepare coffee, always put fats in my coffee, whether that's MCT oil or, um, butter, grass fed butter. Now, it has to be grass-fed. You don't want to put regular butter in there because you are missing out on a lot of the um, nutrients such as butyric acid, uh, vitamin K, um, and just the high-quality fats that are in there. If it's not grass-fed butter, then you are getting basically, um, you know, (laughs) the cows are fed corn. So the oil that you're going to get is um, Monsanto's glyphosate corn oil. So yeah, you don't want any of that. Um, but yeah, I'll have my coffee. I usually drink my coffee, check my phone, you know, see what's up in the world. And then I'll move into my, uh, workout for the day. Now, um, right now I'm kind of on a, uh, three day hard workout schedule, um, legs one day. And, um, then I do a, uh, bent arm day. That's push pull. And uh, a straight arm day as well. That's, um, but I can I can do a podcast and we can get into that a little bit more as well. Um, yeah. After that, I'll usually move into my workflow, uh, my you know content creation, podcasting, whatever that is, um, seeing clients all of that. I feel like my brain works so much better after I've gotten my movement out of the way for the day in the morning. Um, that's just me though. I know some people like to work out later on in the day. Um, I notice that I can sit down and focus better once I have done enough movement, um, through my body, my mind is a lot more still. So yeah. And let's go into the evening routine. Now, there's a concept that I learned from Ben Greenfield, which is incredibly helpful. Um, Let's see if I can pull this up here. So uh, it is the 10-3-2-1-0 protocol. Uh, 10-3-2-1-0. So the 10 hours prior to which 
you fall asleep. You will not drink any caffeine 10 hours before. That's why I really like just caffeine in the morning. Your cortisol level, levels are already high. You're not spiking it, you know, when your body is, you know, trying to move towards sleeping. It's not going to disrupt your sleep. So sleep hygiene is absolutely essential. And since I've been dialing in my sleep hygiene, um, my recovery has been so much better. My energy in the morning has been so much better. I'm waking up clearer. Um, and I can immediately notice a difference when I fuck up on that. It's absolutely, you know, we spend so much of our life sleeping and that is such a practice. We should take that practice more seriously than a yoga practice and a weightlifting practice than whatever it is, because that is your recovery time. That is when your body is repairing. That is when you are, you know, your mind and your, um, subconscious is processing itself out through dream time. So it's absolutely important. So the 103210 protocol is 10 hours before you sleep, you will not drink caffeine. The three hours prior to you going to sleep, you will not eat or drink anything other than water, high quality water that is. Um, so yeah, eating before you go to sleep is, ah, oh man, I've, I've done this a couple times in the past week or so, and I've eaten kind of late, gotten back from maybe doing a yoga class pretty late, um, and I've eaten food pretty late, and I noticed that my sleep quality is absolutely terrible because when you're sleeping, um, your body should be repairing your body, not using its energy to digest and assimilate nutrients. Um, digestion is, is one of the processes of the body that takes the most energy out of any other process in your body. So if you are digesting food while you are sleeping, um, it is, you know, you're missing out on all of the other, uh, um, rest restorative, uh, processes of the body. Um, and your sleep will be, um, highly at stake there. So three hours previous to sleeping, you will not eat or drink anything other than water. The two hours prior to sleep, you will not work on anything. I think it's important to shift gears into a more, um, expansive mind state, a, um, an imagine, uh, imagination. So, um, reading sort of a non-fictional, a story, um, <laughs> I've been, I'm not even gonna lie. I've been addicted to, um, Avatar, the, uh, um, series, I watched it as a child, but uh, going back into that has has absolutely been um, so good. It's such a a conscious little uh, cartoon that um, weaves in deep wisdom into the the teachings and also understanding the elements as well, too. So um, the two hours prior to your sleep, you will not be working on anything and hopefully um, getting into more of an imaginative um, state. So, and then, so then the one hour before sleep, you will not be exposed to any screens. The screens fuck up your, um, your melatonin production. It throws off your circadian rhythm. So we're looking at screens all day. Just do yourself a favor and not look at the screen prior to sleeping. 
I usually will um, watch, you know, an episode or two of Avatar, then move into my uh, uh, journaling reflection, reflecting of the day, any thoughts, anything that I want to focus on the next day. Um, delve into what you want your next day to look like, perhaps journal prompts for the morning, um, for your writing, and uh, just reflecting on life. And yeah, I like to do my meditation practice before I go to sleep. I feel like it's a good segue into sleeping and starting to get your body to into a relaxed state instead of just like going, 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 going. And then, um, you know, going straight to sleep and then having a while before your body kind of just drifts into sleep time. Uh, meditation is a good segue. I notice when I do that, I usually have a lot more lucid dreams as well. Um, and so we'll get into the, the 10, three, two, one, then the zero zero is the number of times you will hit the snooze button. And <laughs> that one is a big one for me because I'm a big fan of the snooze button. Um, yeah, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're hitting the snooze button on your alarm, you're probably hitting the snooze button on your life. You're probably procrastinating what you need to get done. Um, yeah. And, and also you're depriving yourself of the quality sleep by hitting the snooze button. No matter how good falling back asleep feels, um, that post snooze sleep is not doing you any favors. So if you find yourself snoozing every morning, try setting your alarm closer to whatever time you are actually waking up after snoozing. Um, you'll do yourself a favor because that time in between while you're snoozing, you're getting shitty quality sleep anyways. It's really not doing that much for you. So you might as well just either wake up or set your alarm later. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I go into my journaling reflection, um, meditation, and I've been using uh, essential oils before I go to sleep and that has changed the game for my sleep. Um, one, I really like to use some sort of peppermint oil or eucalyptus. I noticed that my breathing during sleep is that much better. And also something to put me into more of a relaxed state. You know, you can use like lavender, lemongrass, um, you know, a, a special blend if you have also, uh, a frankincense has been a big one that I've been sleeping with. And I feel like that's been boosting my dreams a lot too. It's such a, a holy scent. Um, and, uh, it's, it's really given me a feeling of tapping into spirit while I'm sleeping. Um, so yeah, that has been a huge one. And then, yeah going, going to sleep, really sleeping on your back, training yourself to sleep on your back, getting a small pillow where your head is not crunched up into your body in a forward folded position. Like we spend most of our day in anyways, that has changed the game for my neck. I see so many people with neck issues, um, from rolling into the fetal position, really try to train yourself to sleep on your back and get yourself to go into almost like a, um, and I know they say it's pretty scary. I know a lot of people have had um, scary uh, 
experiences with it, but um, training yourself to kind of go into sleep paralysis while you are sleeping, whether it's like mind awake, body asleep. So if you can train your body to shut off, turning your body off, not moving, how you do that is you do not move. You focus your awareness and you hold your body in the same position. Even if you feel like you have an itch, you will not scratch it. You will train your body to shut down and then your mind will still be consciously aware. And that way you can you can almost drift into straight lucid dreaming by doing that. Um, it is a practice and uh, it takes a lot of work, but... Um, yeah, I noticed falling asleep uh, on my back helps that as well. So uh, yeah, those are my current patterns, my current rituals, my current routines. Um, I hope you guys have found some value there. And uh, if you have any more questions or things you would like to hear about or delve in further, reach out to me and uh, give me some questions. It helps me uh, kind of think about topics for the podcast. I hope you guys are having a beautiful day and uh, we're going to get through this whole quarantine (sighs) coronavirus bullshit here soon. So, um, yeah, just keep your head up because I know that I've been having a rough time with it as well. So um, I love you guys and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Peace.